This is Matt Greller, CEO of AIM. Welcome to the Hometown Innovations Podcast. Join us as we share ways our municipalities are positioning themselves for the future, thought-provoking interviews with state and local leaders, and more. Thanks for listening as we tell the municipal story. Welcome to this episode of the AIM Hometown Innovations Podcast. This is AIM CEO Matt Greller. Today I'm joined by Indiana Department of Transportation Commissioner Joe McGinnis, former mayor of Franklin, former AIM board member. Great to have you with us. Great to be here. Thanks. Joe, Commissioner, do you have a few examples of transportation projects that have had a regional large-scale economic or transformational impact? What's going on around the state that we can talk about from a regional perspective? Yeah, I think I think the one right now that's probably gets the most media attention um, around the state is, is the completion of I-69. Uh, Section 5 is now substantially complete, which is the Bloomington and Martinsville piece. Um, and then the upcoming uh, construction from Martinsville tying into the south side of Indianapolis on 465 and the work that will continue on around US 31. I think that one is it's probably the, the one that is the most recognizable um, and will obviously have a, a major impact. It's, uh, it, it's, I hear it very often from folks that, man, it's so much nicer to drive from Indianapolis to Evansville now. It, it, it you know, cuts, cuts off a lot of time. Um, it's a it's a nice interstate. It uh, is obviously at full inter- interstate speed now, which is helpful. Um, it's a pretty drive, and it, and it's uh, there's not a. You just got to remember though, if you need gas, or you need, or you're hungry, or you need to use the restroom, you better. And you're heading to Evansville, you better stop in Bloomington because there's not a whole lot between there and, and Evansville anymore. Or uh, hopefully so- someday there will be. But I think that's a big one. Um, and then the Section Six piece, which will start, you know, some projects in Martinsville uh, later this year, actually, and, and later on in 2019. And working with Mayor Cole and, and the folks in Martinsville has been has been a great relationship. And uh, looking forward to getting that that project kicked off. Yeah, the Lieutenant Governor earlier this week uh, made it made it known that the best fried chicken you can find in Indiana is actually at a uh, a stop there on State Road 231, just uh, south of Bloomington. There, the Country Mark Station, I believe, is is what it's called. So I that's know that, uh, I know where that is. I've stopped in there, but I've never hit the fried chicken. It's quite tasty. She, uh, but she made it public and known to the world now. So, free advertising for those folks. Yeah. Maybe we can get them as a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, next topic. So the the tracks program got a lot yeah. of uh, very positive uh, response, a lot of positive feedback from municipal members, uh, legislators, the, the whole nine yards. Talk a little bit about that. Um, is there going to be additional funding in future years? Where where are we at? Yeah, it's a it's a great program uh, created during the 2017 legislation, the House Enrolled Act uh, 1002 for the road funding and and. You know, generated about 125 to 150 million dollars uh, to go one time. Unfortunately, right now it's just a one-time deal. And we made those announcements back in December. Uh, the governor unveiled the the winners uh, up in Gary, mm-hmm. and the reason they chose Gary is because Gary has the most dangerous rail crossing in the state of Indiana. It's top ten in the nation, wow. um, and of course that location received funding. And so we made the made the uh, announcement up there. Uh, I, you know, it's most of the projects are going to be in northern Indiana. They see 50, 60, upwards of 80, 90 trains a day, um, and they have a lot of a lot of vehicle traffic. And and down here, you know, I, I know when I was mayor of Franklin, I was complaining about <laughs> the rail line going from three trains a day to 14, and I thought that was uh, astronomical. And and for Franklin, it is. Uh, but when you compare that to Gary, 
uh, who sees dozens of trains a day, it, it fails the comparison and unfortunately doesn't, doesn't score high when we do these kind of projects or programs. So I don't foresee right now any new funding for local tracks. Uh, I would love to. Uh, these are much bigger projects. Obviously, it's, it's different to community crossings. Community crossings is maintenance. You can get, usually get it done in one construction season where local tracks is uh, a much bigger capital program. Good deal. Yeah, it's uh, thank you for all your work on that. It's been extremely well received by our our folks, our members around the state. So a lot of our members know you from your previous life, but talk a little bit about communicating and maintaining relationships with NDOT. You know, I will tell you that uh, in my time around AIM and previously IAC that NDOT has never been better in terms of reaching out to local government officials under the Holcomb administration, under your leadership. But what can we do to better communicate with the, the various districts uh, about grant opportunities or anything else for that matter that might be yeah. might be out there? Well, I, I can I'll tell you that you know, Governor Holcomb has been has made it very clear since January 9th of 2017 when he took office and that local government is, is a major agenda item for him. It's, it's not necessarily listed on one of his pillars, uh, but I think it shows in who he has put in, in positions. You know, obviously I was fortunate enough and uh, to be to be selected for NDOT. Uh, Blair Milo, former mayor, you got Wes Bennett running the DLGF, you got Scott Rudd doing some doing some broadband work and uh, and the list goes on. So there's a lot of local government people in in positions within the administration that are in decision making um, abilities. So I think that shows right there that that the governor is committed to working with cities, towns, and counties um, because he knows that you know Main Street is where ideas are, are created, and and Main Street and Commerce I'll use Commerce Parkway because that's Industrial Park in Franklin, but Commerce Parkway is where businesses are, are created and grown. Um, and so, I, you know, communicating uh, with with locals for me is I, I love most of the time picking up the phone and, and talking to a mayor. Uh, sometimes, particularly around community crossings times, it's if I hear from them, it's it's uh, probably didn't get any money, uh, and so th those are difficult conversations to have. But uh, just continue, and I encourage even the mayors that I've known for a long time, and and you know was elected with at the same time, and part of the uh, I'll give a, a shout out to the the class of, of election class of 2011, but sworn in in 2012, the young guns, the Blair Milo and Pete Buttigieg, and. Uh, Chris McBarnes, Ryan Daniel, Clint Lamb, that whole crew. Uh, I still communicate with those guys on, on a regular basis um, and, and appreciate those relationships. I also encourage new mayors. We're in a municipal election year is, is when, when you get through that process um, is, is reach out to your district offices. I really lean hard on our districts because they're the ones that know the roads much better than I do. I live in Franklin, work in Indianapolis. I know I-65 quite well. Um, but I may not know, you know, 231. I may not know US 20 as well as the, the folks that live up there. So uh, communicate with your districts and, and work with them because they're the ones that drive it every day. They're the ones that their kids go, you know, drive on them or ride the school bus on them. And so they know those roads much better than I do working in Indy, and I'll be the first one to admit that. Um, I'm always here to help and assist, especially if something gets, if there's a log jam somewhere. But uh, the districts are where I really like to see some decisions being made. Good deal. Yeah, you mentioned your class of mayors from 2011. I was just doing some quick math in my head. We've lost a lot to the administration, as you meant, or you mentioned, 
Got one running for president. You're right. You know, um, Terry Seitz is now working for a U.S. senator. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a great class of, of folks. So hopefully we'll continue that in the election this cycle. So you mentioned community crossings a minute ago, and, and some of the tough calls you've had to make about saying to a mayor, to a council member, why they didn't get funding. Yeah. But to me, and from our standpoint, that's the success of a program too, right? If you if you've got people upset that they're not getting yeah. funding that means we didn't have enough funding to go around which is not necessarily a bad thing we're using it it's needed it's one of the best programs to come along in the last yeah. handful of years for sure if not longer what's the outlook for community crossings going forward what's the next round look like any yeah. significant changes nothing right now um i'll, I'll you know I've, I've been a firm believer, and I've been saying this recently because we're, in the, we're at the end of a call right now. And so one of the major things that we did this year, because um, we're hearing from two groups. One were the locals, uh, local elected officials, and from the contractors. So we had uh, always had the one call a year. We've obviously broken that off into two, split the money in half, and we're doing one in January and one in July. Um, I know that it, it – Sometimes applications in the process, something happens, maybe don't get all the documents in, don't get all the bids in, all those kind of things happen. And so what I didn't want to have, and, and this wasn't me, Kathy McCallop, who runs the program for us, we've, we've really put some effort into this. I do get engaged a lot on local, local programs, not necessarily local projects, but local programs, uh, because I know the impact they can have. And so one of the things that we talked about was, so if, if you messed up your application, uh, you know, like so. For example, in 2017, if you if you did something wrong in your application, you had to wait an entire 12 months or longer potentially to apply again. And so let's let's cut that time in half. So let's do let's cut the money in half. But let's do two calls a year. So if something happens in January or you're not ready for a project in the spring and you don't have your asset management plan updated or whatever that is, uh, six months later we're going to do another call. So first of Jan or July we'll we'll do another one. Uh, we split the money in half. I will tell you the revenue is up right now. Um, I have not talked about this publicly, so I'll say it here. But uh, this we, is public, by the way. That's fine. No, I know. That's why I'm saying it now. Um, but uh, no, but I, I know this is public, so I'll say it. But we've been advertising this $100 million program, but we now have new revenue projections just for this call right now. We think it's going to be about $115 million. Okay, great. Um, and then we'll do $100 million again in July. So it'll be $215 million going out the door this year, this calendar year, uh, for, for local projects. Um, and that's on the heels of what was it? Just in November, we had another. Yeah, I mean that's that fantastic was. news. When we were working on this legislation a few years ago, I mean we never thought about projections exceeding two hundred million dollars yeah. a year. So that's yeah, that's awesome. It's it's just it's an awesome program. Um, it's one of them that if if you started stripping away programs and and things from NDOT, uh, that is the one that I would cling to and and fight to the bitter end to keep. Um, I was the recipient the very first year. It was kind of a, it wasn't a pilot, but it was kind of an introduction to what road funding could look like in 2016. And, and Franklin received a million dollars. What we asked for, we got it. And uh, one, of the, one of the projects that we put about $300,000 into is just one block south of the courthouse uh, on Wayne Street. And because we were able to do the road, the sidewalks, the, you know, then we did some of the pretty stuff, the, the street lights, and, and blended in with the rest of the downtown. We had uh, a, a, a two brothers that um, have their own development, and, and they partnered with the owner of Oak and Barrel in Greenwood, and they put several million dollars into a 65,000-square-foot 65, old factory, and now have turned it into a, a full-blown event center that seats 700 people, and they have a bar in there, and it's 
extremely active. So the garment factory was 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 a was a economic development uh, result of community crossings. Yeah, you talk about the garment factory in Franklin and the Bemis brothers doing all the work there, but the city in general just looks fantastic. Great things going on downtown. You know, what have you taken from that time as mayor and doing all the cool things that are going on in Franklin and applying it to your job in INDOT. I mean, it's yeah. sort of the same thing, just on a much more macro scale. Yeah, so I, I just, uh, just a couple of days ago, I did a um, interview with the Johnson County newspaper, the Daily Journal, and they kind of want to, because I've been gone for two years, so they kind of want to do, by the way, I'm not gone from Johnson County. I still live in the same place. Uh, and and we'll your continue wife's to do running that. for city council. And my right? wife is running for city council <laughs> in Franklin. That's absolutely right. So uh, I did an interview with them, and 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 uh, it's been two years since I've been out of office, and so kind of like or two years and you know two year recap. Where have you been? What have you been doing? Those kind of things. And I, I, I told Michelle Holcamp, the editor, when we were doing the the interview, that um, one of the cool things that I I do still get to do is is occasionally I get to play mayor, and whether that's working with uh, you know the mayor in, in Greendale, uh, Indiana, or other locations. I'll go visit them, and they have an issue. Small communities, they have an issue. They need help with a stoplight or whatever that may be. Uh, and then while I'm there, I'm going, so what are you going to do over here? What are you going to do over there? And then your wheel, my, my inner mayor starts to come out again. And so still being able to do that, not not in Franklin necessarily, because I don't want to step on Mayor Barnett's toes, uh, but being able to go out and talk to other mayors and still brainstorm. I was doing this yesterday with Tom DeBond and Shelbyville. I spent you know, 15, 20 minutes on the phone with him about – our downtown redevelopment that he's getting ready to start because of a relinquishment with NDOT, which is how we did ours. Um, it's fun to be able to still do that. It also helps when I'm working with legislators. Um, I don't pull it out as much as I used to. I did a lot early on, but I think they all know it now, um, that I was once elected to and twice. And so I know what it feels like to have constituents upset. I know what it feels like to have constituents that want something done. That, and 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 how do you handle that? And how do you handle being confronted in the grocery store, or trying to have dinner with your family, and those kind of things? And so that that has helped me tremendously uh, in building relationships with legislators uh, around the state, not just you know in Central Indiana, but around the state. So that's that's been very helpful um, in in those relationships. And then some of the things you know like we talked about with downtown redevelopment in Franklin was innovative on how we you know trying to think outside the box instead of just using tax dollars or 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 TIF. Um, how do you use other tools to pay for that stuff? And taking that uh, approach to NDOT, I think, is, um, has, been, has been helpful. I agree. We couldn't uh, be more appreciative of the work you've done on, on our behalf as a, a former mayor, for sure. So let's talk uh, about the really important stuff. Uh, how's the youth baseball season looking coming up here this spring? You know, so it's crazy. Uh, when I started all of this uh, in 2011 on the campaign trail, let's see, my son uh, would have been uh, like seven years old. And I was coaching, and we we're still doing coach pitch and all those kind of things. He's now a freshman in high school at Franklin Community High School. So it's high school ball. And uh, it's a different world, as you know, from – uh, dealing with high school sports yourself, Matt. So uh, he's got uh, you know hitting practice tonight, and he's still playing travel baseball as well for powerhouse athletics, and and so trying to balance all that, uh, it's it's pretty wild. But I, my my coaching shoes have been officially retired. I retired actually beginning before last season started, uh, but after the first tournament, a couple of the coaches had scheduling issues, and so 
I got roped back into it. Uh, <laughs> but this year I'm officially done. I've retired as well. It's a good feeling to sit back and yeah. watch and let all the crazy parents do their thing, right? Well, hey, thanks a lot um, for the time. Appreciate you, you coming coming over and, and doing this with us today. For the listeners out there, I'm a, a guest host. Our regular host, Chelsea Schneider, is headed to maternity leave here in a couple of weeks. So uh, we're going to stockpile a few podcasts while she's gone and you may have to be stuck listening to me for a little while until she gets back. But thanks again. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner, pleasure to have you here as always, and uh, see you next time. Thank you.